All right, where are we going today? Welcome back to Name That Line. <laughs> <laughs> the second time we've done this here on the New Chitlin Circuit. I'm very excited for this edit segment that I unilaterally <laughs> created and decided to yeah, do. Yeah, it's just completely gonna... made up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to like this though because it relates. <clears throat> well, uh, uh, I ain't lie. Uh, I ain't lie. You lie. You lie. This going to fuck up my chances with the draft. You lie. And scene. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can't name that line. No. Oh, you don't watch my, you don't watch Power. Um, for any of our listener homegirls out there who watch Power Book 2, you'll remember that iconic table scene from season two when Zeke found out that Mary J. Blige's character was actually his mama and had been lying about his age. And now he's mad because she's going to fuck up his chances at the draft because he's technically not old enough um, to be like by NCAA standards to be considered. Damn. So yeah, it was, it was a good little scene. It was very funny. People like spoofed that's it a lot on TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Why yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, cause Damn. she has Mo, why'd you lie? Is he really your son? That was her husband. He had just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything you tell me about the Power franchise is literally your stories. Like it's just, it's, it's my stories. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and that most certainly relates. I haven't seen that, but from your description, yep. it relates very it relates. well. <laughs> yeah, it relates. Okay, so what did we watch this week, Sid? This week we tuned into Make It Out, released this year. Currently available to stream on Tubi. Written by Lisa Brown and directed by Antonio Williams Jr., starring Denzel Dandridge, Malik Frazier, and James Perkins. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a black independent movie. Why we do that? Because we love them. Mm. And this week we're going to start off with our 30. No, we won't. Not our 30 second challenge. 30... Oh, I need full do you want a challenge? I'm sorry. No, challenge. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't mean that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm just saying. I'm asking. Okay. That's not what I meant. <laughs> this week we're going to start off with our 60 second challenge like uh-huh. we do every week where I'll tell you the plot of the movie in 60 seconds or less. And I'm not even going to spoil it for you just in case you want to go watch it. I'm going to just tell you what the vibe is. After that, we get into our general thoughts on the film and then we walk through it scene by scene, get all into it, every single thing we thought about the movie, all in detail. Sydney, how do we end every episode? We end every episode with one of my favorite segments, our highly coveted nomination for the Who Came to Act Award. Okay, this is the only award like it out here. Okay. Listen, forget the Academy. Forget the Emmys. We have the Who Came to Act Award here. Real time acknowledging actors for their great work and giving them some flowers. So at the end of this episode, we'll have one more nominee to add to that list. And only one of those nominees will be crowned our Who Came to Act Award winner for the season. Wow. Lovely. So let's get started with our 60 second challenge. All right. This week's challenge is brought to us by Coach Carter and the Richmond Oilers. Go ahead and get started now. Okay. So out in Detroit, 
there's three guys in college, three guys in college uh, playing basketball on the same basketball team. There is the star player, DJ. Then there's Xavier and Trey. Now, Trey is getting mixed up into some scandalous uh, crime stuff, mm-hmm. trying to make some money. He is running people's uh, credit cards. He's doing fraud. He's doing the big mm-hmm. fraud. And Xavier wants to get in on that to make some money as well. So these two boys start getting up into something nefarious. DJ, on the other hand, is like the one who's more likely to get recruited. You know, this is their senior year, so it's their last chance to go to the league, really. And DJ is, you know, really the one that's kind of the the league darling right now who's getting courted. But he is in it with some other nefarious stuff in terms of like, you know, sports betting and throwing the game, stuff like that. Real bad business. You know, the NCAA don't play even a little bit about that. And these boys risk a lot to try and make ends meet in Detroit. How to do? Woo. Down to the wire. You was getting real comfortable. Down to the wire. Woo. Clock just ran out right on time. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Cutting yeah. it close. Okay. <laughs> see, look, I gave you a countdown. You see how I how I help I you out? It. See? See, I, I, I could I could have let you, you know, crumble. But no. Yeah. You know? hmm A lot of people would want to see me fail. But the thing about it is, <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Period. Yeah. <laughs> ain't gonna you, happen. Like, Donnie McClurkin, we fall down, but we get up. I helped you out just now. Get back up. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, because I, you know, the longtime listeners know that in my early childhood, I went, I attended New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. Baptist Church, um, yes. Under Bishop Long. <laughs> yes. And he loved, yeah. <laughs> you can always tell when the pastor requests a certain songs. Mm-hmm. He loved We Fall Down. He used to walk <laughs> up, I remember walk up to the podium to that. And if he was really in yeah. like deep thought, the band would play just like the chords yeah. for We Fall Down. Just let it play out. Just let it play out. <laughs> that was his shit. Like, that was his shit. Like, we Fall like, Down banged yeah. at New Birth. It did. Because yeah. they had this sound system in there yeah. and really made it like, get it back up again. Like, <laughs> it was really good. Honestly, I'm pretty sure um, I probably felt moved at my young age to walk <laughs> to the altar yes, when We Fall Down would play. Fucking concert like, venue with like yeah. professional great like audio Ooh, like it yeah. was really really high end. It was. It so was. That, that song always makes me think of uh, that specific purple that is the new birth purple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That <laughs> also makes me think of. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. So well, of course we all remember. Duh. But yeah. after Hurricane Katrina on V103 mm-hmm. every morning. That's they would start off like just kind of like acknowledging, just like yeah. you know, you know, making sure that we do not forget what is going on right now in New Orleans. They would always yeah. start with "We Fall Down" every single morning. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> they used to be on a bus like, I, "Damn, what's going on down yep. there?" Like in the fourth grade, this it's is terrible. crazy. This is scary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, that made me think of that as a, a funny little aside. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we know what went on in the movie. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this. Everybody knows I love sports movies. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I really fought to put this on our docket so that we could watch it. You did. I remember that. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our general thoughts on Make It Out. Before we get on into our review of Make It Out, I want to take a second to shout out some new podcast friends we have over at the Oh Hell Yes podcast, which is a girlfriend's recap podcast. They watch all all the episodes of the old sitcom Girlfriends and review each one of them. And they'll be joining us next week to review Pariah. So we're really excited. We had such a fun time talking to Etsy and Nettie from that show. 
And keep your ears peeled because we'll be on the Oh Hell Yes Girl Girlfriends podcast as well. So if you guys haven't heard of the Oh Hell Yes podcast, go check it out. It is really great. If you love girlfriends, which mm-hmm. you probably do if you listen to this show <laughs> yeah. uh, as much as we talk about it, go check us out over there. And next week you'll hear you'll hear uh, Etsy and Nettie from that podcast on this show as well. To our listener homegirls, if you want to keep up with us and know all of this type of stuff ahead of time, go ahead and subscribe to the newsletter. We send it out once a month. That's it. One email every month. One. Just one. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to do you like that. Just one. Right. Um, and that you can know what movies we're going to watch that month. And a little BTS, a little just, you know, keep up to date with the new Chitlin Circuit. Go over to the new Circuit.com and you'll see the sign up. Um, you'll see the sign up box right there on the homepage. Let's get back to the show. I made some updates to the website recently. Go ahead, check it out. I think they look really oh, cool. good. Oh, that does look good. Look at us. We look so professional. Right? And I moved us up look to the top. Because I feel like they should see us first and then the story. Right? Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that, Sydney. You're really cooking. Yeah. I love this. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. So, Sydney, what did you think of Make It Out? You know, so we talked about it a little bit before the mics were on. Um it's no secret about this show that we love a Detroit-based flick. That That is just very true about us. And it always pains me when uh, we watch a Detroit movie and I don't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. And that's the case with this yeah. uh, film, Make It Out. Um, I, too, love like a coming-of-age sports film, TV show. Like if, you, if you're my friend, you know like I rewatch Friday Night Lights every year because it's one of my favorite shows um currently loving swagger on apple tv um like i love these i love these kind of like films movies just about i don't know like sports they always have good lessons somewhere in between it's just like really good to see these actors work through it and like be athletes also on top of acting so yeah um and i think I also think my watching of Swagger is kind of like spoil, spoiling me a little bit. The way they film that show, it's a basketball basketball series also. The way they film that is just like oh. magnificent. So the DP of that show, he's literally on rollerblades and he's filming like the basketball games in real time. One shot. Like it's, it's crazy. What, he, what is he trying to prove? He could do that on a dolly. Insane. Nah, he's That's on rollerblades. It like he, you feel like you know people say when you shoot a basketball like there's a string attached from your hand in the basketball. It's like he's like yeah. we're the viewer as the string with him zooming through like the play. It's insane. Um, what platform that's on? Apple TV. Apple, I oh, you know I ain't got that. Oh yeah, well I'm such a huge advocate. I know because since the actors and writers currently cannot promote their work um, mm-hmm. as a viewer, mm-hmm. since we're not you know barred from that right now. If you have Apple mm-hmm, TV, mm-hmm. go and watch Swagger. It is one of the best shows on TV right now. But anyway, not the point of the review. Okay. Just to it's say that O'Shea I think Junior in it. I yes, like he's really good in it too. Um, yeah. I think that just it spoiled me like just how basketball things should be filmed and shot. I don't know. I also wish this movie had more basketball in it. Like basketball is kind oh, of a, yeah. a background thought and not like because these players are all like at this D one school um, and all like trying to make it to the league or just like you know show themselves in this. In whatever yeah. light or whatever. So I wish that was a bigger part of the film. I also didn't think the characters were like super distinguishable. They all kind of, I would like, yeah. it took me, I couldn't figure out their names like for real up until a few minutes ago when yeah. we had to do the, the top review. I was like, hmm, okay, who was who? I remember Denzel. Hello. Um, we'll get into that later. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh my 
good. <laughs> so yeah, um, I just I don't I wanted more from this film, and just something I'm pretty sure I'll get to like what more is as we talk about it. Um, so yeah, what did you think about Make It Out? That was really thorough, friend. Thank you. Yeah, I was really interested to watch it because of the sport mm-hmm. aspect. I agree that I wish there was more sport. Like I wish yeah the basketball was more of the plot. Like kind of mm-hmm. like how. Uh, Cruz in Coach Carter, like he was in the yeah. stuff. He, you know, right. that's a subplot. The basketball is mm-hmm. how they come together, and like, you know, I, I was kind of hoping that that yeah. was like um, what the situation was. And also, like, I guess now that I'm really thinking about it, like they were already in college, so yeah. like, and like their senior years of college, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like I'm not sure, like, make it out. If it's of realistic like, that they're, they're going to scholarships. Right. Yeah, right. Like, and you also, guys like, can get an office job. You can get an office job. That's what I'm saying. And if you're yeah. really going to be like drafted, like the number one draft pick, it's not going to happen your senior year of college. I don't think they'd be trying to get them boys young. Right. I hate. To say I don't. It, they you do. know, one thing I can give credit to the movie for is that <laughs> I don't think it was. I didn't read it as DJ was going to be number one overall draft pick. Mm-hmm. I read it as DJ was a he great trying to make the G player. League. Exactly, and he's like. <laughs> You know, probably going to be second round, but yeah. they're interested in him as like somebody who can come off the bench and put up consistent points. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of how I took it, but that's because yeah. I watch a lot of sports movies and I watch basketball. So mm-hmm. like, you know, um, like if Leangelo yeah. was still at UCLA, if he ain't gotten all that mess, mm-hmm. um, who knows if he would have got drafted? But I'm, had he been at his senior year current, because I'm how old is Leangelo? Twenty three, twenty two? I don't know. Yeah, um, something like that. He honestly, he might still be in the same position if we're being for real. Um, yeah. And in my opinion, it's just kind of like. But at least he got a degree. So, you know, he can do something else. Did he? No, I'm saying, had he stayed in school, oh, at least had he would have gotten a degree. Because that was, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, no. He, he should have stayed in school. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> the league was never going to happen for him. Yeah. He's too wide to mm-hmm. be a guard and not tall enough to be in the paint. So it mm-hmm. never was going to happen. Anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wanted more of the sport aspect from it. So I agree to that. My main critique on the movie is that the characters were not distinct enough. And mm-hmm. we both agree on that, which is like each, as I'm watching the movie at first, it seems we'll get into the scenes, but like at first it yeah. seems like these three boys might have distinct characters and like distinct approaches to life and distinct yep. outlooks. But as the movie goes on, they all react the same. Mm-hmm. to things they all talk the same they yep. all dress the same mm-hmm. like you know and at the end of the day it's like the only real difference between trey and xavier and dj is that they're just it's just the circumstances that happen to them like the plot yeah. things that happen to them there's no real difference in their characters yeah. you know yeah a good example of this um you know, I can't help but to compare because we watch so many movies. Yeah. When we watched this season, Street Coat Broken, which has a lot of the same actors in it. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Street Coat Broken and, you know, there's the character, the, the actor in this movie, he plays a cop, but in Street Coat Broken, he played, you know, he was on the other side he of the He was the weed dealer. Um, yeah, he's selling drugs. Yeah. Right. And Denzel was in it too, but like, mm-hmm. yes, they were in different situations, but the characters were so different. Yeah, like Denzel's character them, in Streetcar mm-hmm. Broken was unhinged. Like, yeah. Buddy was willing to he kill. Gave a great performance in that. Film. Great performance. He actually was nominated yeah. for that. Who came to act yeah. for his performance? He was in scary. That. Yeah, 
Very. <laughs> and even though these two characters in that movie were doing the same things, like mm-hmm. they were taking the same plot activities, yeah. they were clearly different people. Like the boy yeah. that was kind of a good boy, he was holding the gun and like right he there was. with yeah. like Denzel's character. But you could tell, like he's he written, you could tell he was. that's yeah. not him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whereas this movie, it's like they were all the same. Like, you know, yeah. so it made it hard to really feel connected to what was going on because there was a lot going on yeah and yeah i think that's kind of to me that's the biggest and most frequent way that like a like hood movie you know whatever you Mm -hmm. call it can be not so great is when it's so much more focused on what the scenes have and what Mm -hmm. activity is going on and not focused enough on what does it mean yeah who are these these people really yeah yeah yeah. And I will say, I think it, I also think it's probably like really expensive to like, cause you, for yeah. like a sports movie to really like, I don't know, be like a quintessential sports film. Cause it, it takes a lot. Like you want actual, like, or actors who can be athletes. So whether that's like yeah. hiring trainers for these actors or like mm-hmm. doing the extra there's scouting, the there's a stunt coordinator, like there's, there's a lot yeah, more involved. So anything more I'll, than a jog is a stunt. <laughs> exactly. It is. So and yeah. for that reason, like I, I can be, I guess like less critical on like yeah. the basketball, not being a huge part of the movie, which I would have liked it to be, but I, you know, I can, I can understand yeah. why it might not have been. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like, why they never went to class? They never went to class. They was in college. <laughs> in the movie. You, you were student athlete. Like, you still got to go to class. Why they never yeah. went to class? Like, you know, like yeah, how, true. we'll get into it, but it's just yeah. like, they all just ended up in the same spot. Like, how mm-hmm. did we devolve into this? Okay. Um, now that we know how we're feeling about it, pretty in depth, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's walk through some of these scenes. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene of the movie. So let's just walk it on through. This movie opens mm-hmm. up right up. We, we open up in the in the swing of things, really. Yeah. You know, literally. classic black movie thing to open up like when shit hits the fan. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, we see two people, a, a, a guy and a lady in a mm-hmm. in a car, car. Like, having sex, like, you know, hooking up in the car. And then mm-hmm. we see someone roll up on them and shoot them. Yeah. How do kids say? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Keep it a stack. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Ice Spice. Like, <laughs> keep it a stack. I love her. <laughs> that, so that's grah. what we see. Shit goes bad. Somebody gets shot. So we come back. We rewind like two or three months or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we see, you know, the boys. So we see the boys after a game. They go into the locker room. You know, it's like, oh, good game. We see DJs yeah. being talked to by the coach. We can tell he's like the star. He's like the guard. Yeah. Everybody's got eyes on him. They're talking about scouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this is a college basketball team. Yep. Yeah. So we go to the uh, locker room and the boys are, you know, this is where we get introduced to the boys. DJ, mm-hmm. Trey, Xavier, right? Yep. And we see, you know, somebody makes a dig. Uh, Trey and DJ get into a little spat uh, mm-hmm. because Trey calls DJ broke. So we kind of get some characterizations about, like, what their situation yeah. is. Trey's got money. DJ doesn't. And Xavier kind of is a get-in-where-he-can-fit-in type of guy. Wait, DJ has money. His parents are rich. DJ is Denzel's character. Oh, then why he called him broke? 
Yeah. Because by the end of this, because I'm just thinking about it, because then we find out yeah. that like, because DJ's like, my parents are going to be so mad that I tapped out my credit cards with you. Uh-huh. And his daddy is like very wealthy. Maybe, maybe it's quantum broke because you know how niggas be like, you ain't got no money of your oh, own. Maybe yeah, that's what he yeah, meant. yeah. Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, I guess. But so they're having a little spat, you know, real mm-hmm. bro stuff, locker room talk. <laughs> um, and this is the characterization we get. Trey is kind of aggressive, and he get yes. money. Fuck these bitches. And mm-hmm. DJ is like, you know, kind of a. He's just trying to keep right about being like the top recruit, mm, star player. Yeah, right. Xavier is not necessarily given much in this, mm-hmm. uh, in the way of character. He's supposed to be like the peacemaker of the three of them, I guess. But like, yeah, he, yeah, he he's also kind of like uh, he'd be antagonizing a little bit too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Once Trey and DJ leave, though, we see mm-hmm. what Xavier be getting into. He starts yep. like going through his bag. And he's doing the drugs. Now, it, they yeah. don't make it clear if it's, like, cocaine or if he's, like, he's snorting like it. doing some type of downers or, like, pills or something that he's snorting. Yeah. But he's snorting something other else, which in a black movie means that he down bad. He down bad. <laughs> he on that stuff. Okay. He's on that he's stuff. On it's that. down bad. You know? Um, there's never any, like, neutral depictions of hard drugs. No. <laughs> you on that stuff. That booger sugar. The, we got to get you out. up off that. He's strung out. We got yeah. to rescue this young brother. Not yeah. all of you, though. Some so, of you might have to put down for good. I cannot rescue everybody. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot. save every Negro. I cannot save every Negro. Every Negro. <laughs> Every time it's the for good that takes me out. <laughs> I'm like, why would you yell that in a mic? <laughs> Doctor Umar really. I, what? It's just his oration pattern of like that. Repeating, yeah. that repetition really does it for me. Like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this is, I mean, we get introduced to them and the next couple of minutes, the next like 10 minutes of the movie is like, mm-hmm. these really quick cuts that I can't tell what's building up. And this is kind of the start of like the first thread that gets pulled out for me, which is like, yeah. we're doing a lot of plot, but we're not, I'm not necessarily sure what we're building up to. Right. So we cut over to Trey and his girlfriend having sex and like mm-hmm. in, in his place, they're in the house and you know, it's like a, you know, she's like, hey, stop, that hurts. And they kind of yep. argue after that because he's not listening. He's he's like, ah, oh, he's being an asshole. What do you mean, stop? Yeah. Yeah, he's being a dick and like really like reaching her consent, just being a mm-hmm. dick. So that's the that's what I'm starting to think about. Trey is like, okay, he's yeah, an yeah. asshole. Like, he's, he's a terrible guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fellas, so no means no. Even if you're yeah. dating this girl, no means mm-hmm. no. Stop means stop. No. No. Yes, period. Stop me. Always stop. Always stop. stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we we see that. And then we like, you know, we just get these quick cuts of like, you know, Xavier also has a girlfriend. And mm-hmm. that's it. That's all that's we it. We don't know he much about DJ's home life. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't really see that. Um, but yeah. Xavier's also kind of abusive. Well, not even kind of. He is abusive. Did he not slap the hell out of his girlfriend? Yeah. He beat the hell out of his girlfriend. Not slap. Yeah. He beat that girl down. Because he gets... We see throughout the movie the cocaine. I'm starting. I think it's cocaine because yeah. it's the cocaine starting to bear. get on him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the cocaine <laughs> bear. because he starts getting more and more ornery and mm-hmm. like like easily agitated and just like yep. like 
he just starts looking coked out and mean, yeah. you know, and just he could get set off real easy like that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, later in the movie, he does like beat his girlfriend, which is really mm-hmm. fucked up. But we see Trey is into some shit because he yep. is selling people's like credit card credit info card when he info. gets off the dark web. And he's been doing it with some success, right? Yeah. But he is also been selling people credit card numbers that he know doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So he's selling somebody thousands of dollars worth of credit card or yep. like social security numbers and stuff. And he know they don't work. So now he got people looking for him, trying to shoot him and stuff. Uh-huh. That's a really dumb way to get shot. It is. <laughs> Why are you making this gangster? Why are you making this gangster? You're right. Well, this line of business doesn't have to be gangster. It doesn't. <laughs> Like, why are you making a gangster? If you're really policy. about it, yeah. <laughs> and but like, also, why are you? Because uh, well, of course, if you're doing fraud, you're you're doing fraud with other fraudsters. So that's not the question. Yeah. But the question is like, why aren't you doing this fraud with like a different kind of fraudster? Those who do not right. like own weapons and will kill you for this crime. Right. <laughs> right. So this is the next. This is where things start to escalate. So uh, we see Trey walking out of the schoolhouse and mm-hmm. you know people run down on him and i was absolutely flabbergasted because they had you, extended extendo banana clips yeah. with the how they say with the monkey nuts on the block, fully <laughs> automatic like i never heard they that wasn't before. squeezing <laughs> yeah my aka it got monkey nuts i heard that from oh. <laughs> the rap music is influencing everybody it's, <laughs> it's yeah influencing me. i shouldn't even know that i shouldn't know that that's phrase. It. wow <laughs> that's new to me the, it's like when they put that extra magazine. With the big little, like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my I'll be nuts. seeing that. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Say hello to my little friend. That's the little part, the little friend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the hell you piss people off? Like, you need to be pissing off people who just got handguns. Yeah. You're pissing off people who got full on, they got not the good, squeezing blah. the trigger. They just holding it down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need to be Damn. pissing this type of people off. You need pew 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 problems. Yeah, not <laughs> you, you got let it rain on you. You like do. People who can just do a pop pop. Yeah, that's true. Drive by that little car, they can only get out two, three shots of that gun. You can miss those. Yeah, but if it's a continuous ringing, yeah. With a little gun, little handgun. Yeah, continuous. One of them bullets gonna hit you, no matter what you do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs and he gets Xavier happens to be driving by. He gets in Xavier's car. So this is how mm-hmm. Xavier realizes you and some what shit. What is you on? Because imagine just your classmate and teammate yep. is getting shot at like that. Xavier wants in. Yeah. We're not clear on why. What in is about or yeah, or what he even wants to be in on. Why? What motivation does he have to want yeah. to do that? Other than What's just his financial dumb. situation? Yeah, he just does. He right. just see that Trey is making money, I guess, and he goes, "Oh, I want to make some money too, like Trey." I guess. I guess. But Trey, at this point, when he is when Xavier's like, "Let me in on this," like, "Cut me in some money." Mm-hmm. Trey has already seen that Xavier has a drug problem because yep. you're sneaking out in the middle of dinner to go do lines in the car, you're coming back That's with powder on your nose. Yeah, sir. That is a drug problem. Yeah. But he still decides to let him in on the scheme, which is like, okay. You know, I guess brothers on and off the court, as they say. I guess. I guess. Now, at this point of the plot, listener, homegirl, if you're thinking, 
Okay, so then what? Do they all this do all, do they all do they end all up start kind of coming together in some way or like then basketball like, by then day, what? fraudsters by night? No, no, I, yeah, no. Denzel, we find going. out is involved in this whole other scheme, but we also don't know Hope his motivation okay. for it because we find out later on in the film that he like comes from a pretty well-off family. Like he right. doesn't have to be doing this. So he's doing some sports betting, like you mentioned in the 60 second challenge. Right. And uh, now he has lost some bet or whatever. He owes the the head honcho a lot of money. Um, but to mm-hmm. pay off this debt, this guy's like, listen, you have to throw some games. For the money you owe me, yeah. plus interest. But of course, that's a bad look for Denzel because he's trying to get scouted. He's trying to, you know, make it to the draft. He's going to fuck up his right. chances, you know, as That Zika is say. the dumbest thing you could do, participate in sports gambling when you are Crazy. an NCAA player. and try- That is the dumbest thing you could do, even yeah. if you weren't being nefarious or illegal about it. Like, it, it, first off, that is illegal to bet <laughs> you're on the illegal. team. That, that's yeah. already illegal. And if <laughs> you're like, like also what? that good, we have they mm-hmm. nil. Everybody cut nil deals these days for players who are that good. Get you some yeah. money legally. Legally or, <laughs> or illegally, he <laughs> gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. So this is my problem with the movie. This is my yeah. problem with the movie that. My problem was really DJ. Xavier and Trey, I can excuse, I can like, like, mm-hmm. you know, like suspend my disbelief about yeah. Xavier wanting so bad to start doing crime for no reason. Mm-hmm. But like, because obviously he's just kind of wayward. Like maybe he, yeah. you know, he's doing his drugs. Like he's just wayward. Maybe he's just scared because he doesn't have anything lined up after school. Yeah. Or he's funding his drug habit. But, Who knows? Right. But DJ doesn't give mixed up in the life. Not at so all. So like, why wasn't DJ's thing completely? Like, di- why? Right. This is my problem with some of these. Or the trope of, of suburban kid wants to be bad, so he does right. bad boy things. So. Right. Like to me, DJ's plot. I would have imagined DJ to be like the schoolboy, like he's in school mm-hmm. and maybe he's falling for a girl in class. Right. Like, right. As right. Simple as that. And you the know, girl get pregnant. Like, now you got to make a choice, son. Boom. You want to be a father? Everybody has or... different struggles. Yeah. Something. You know. Um. But that's my problem. It's like everybody's yeah. a gangster. Like it doesn't make sense. Like everybody's mixed up in crime. Mm-hmm. Like at a college, like it doesn't make like it's just not plausible. And yeah. DJ's character, I felt got did the dirtiest by this story because it just didn't it didn't feel right. It felt mm-hmm. forced. Um, I agree with you. So yeah. He gets wrapped up in this, and so the big boss tells him he needs to throw the next game in order mm-hmm. to get him his money back. And DJ does it. Yep. What he doesn't know is that the big boss is going to ask him to continue throwing games. So it's like yeah. he's so uh, dumb. He's Duh. So dumb. That's what. <laughs> if you show somebody like that that you can make them twenty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, they're going to come back for ten thousand dollars again. They are. Duh. They really are. Like you ain't seen, you got served. Like, right. Come on. <laughs> That's money. literally the plot of you got You'll served. You'll never dance again. In your life. In your I don't life. Pay my money. <laughs> now go get your pretty boyfriend. Y'all go sell this stuff. Who played get that whispering ass man? Get my money, <laughs> EJ. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, that's, it really bothered me. Cause I was like, that don't even make no sense why he involved in all of that. So, you know, at this point, 
Xavier and Trey have kind of been withdrawn. Like they're just not even showing up for practice and stuff mm-hmm. and like skipping out because they're trying to make this money. Xavier goes to pick up more drugs from his drug dealer. And we yep. see, you know, this guy who sells him the drugs and there's another guy there. And the other guy's like, oh, I know all about what y'all are doing. You know, mm-hmm. um, let me get with money with you. Y'all cars, ain't really. Yeah. He, he was running game. Game. Because it's also <laughs> like, like he okay, he game. is giving informant. Because like, yeah. why is you're you're too eager, sir? You need to like, you're way yeah. too eager. It's like when they and be sent, showing NYPD in the subway, right? In their '80s <laughs> hip hop gear, trying to be like civilians, oh my God, sir. Yeah. I can see like the waistband with your gun hidden under your two XL t shirt. Who are, you're like, wearing a bulletproof vest? You're wearing a bulletproof vest. You're you're a cop. And then big I'm, ugly ass sneaker boots. Right. Like, <laughs> please. Ugly sneaker boots. Please. So today please. I will pay the train fare because I see you down here. Right. Thank you. Right. So yeah. Um, but Xavier's sitting down with this guy, and this guy's like, Oh yeah, I heard y'all getting money like that. But see, y'all try y'all chasing the bag. That's mm-hmm. not securing the bag. I'm trying to help you secure the bag. Yeah. He was spitting mad game. He and was. Xavier was eating that shit up. He was like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid oh, ass. And right. <laughs> for me, this is Xavier is so dumb because he's like, okay, let me pay this, let me pay this guy for the cocaine that I'm buying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I sold me. You know, advance payment. Nigga, don't ex- what are you talking don't about? accept no free shit from somebody right. you don't want to be with. <laughs> uh, you just told him no, and by dumb. accepting this, you just told him yes. Yep. Like, don't you get it? Have you ever dumb. watched TV? No. <laughs> No. Do you own a lunchbox, yeah. sir? Do you carry lunchbox? Like, <laughs> come you... on. No. <laughs> so, yeah, now he's stuck in this. And this is what becomes the downfall of Xavier and Trey. These mm-hmm. kids, you know, they come back to play the game. You know, they have this big championship game or something. Yep. The scouts are there and I'm they win the DJ. game. Yeah. And then the police come to the door and we see the oh, man who sold Xavier to drugs. He was an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. He comes and cuffs Xavier and Trey, arrests them, carries them off to the jailhouse. And this is where we see the other guy. So what happens is Trey's whole credit card scam thing, Yeah, they, the police knew nothing about that. That was flying nope. under the radar. It was like Trey had a good thing going, but he brought Xavier into it. Mm-hmm. And Xavier sat down with that man and that man did not know that yep. he was sitting in there with an undercover cop. So now you just put on record all of this information about Trey's scheme, mm-hmm. and now they're both locked up. In the so, chokey. In the slammer. In the, right. And this is where, like, the movie just... I mean, it's climactic. I'll give it that. But like, It is, it's like, but it okay, also kind of falls apart for me, because I'm just there. like, yeah, we're, we're one, we're throwing in so many characters, and I'm like, okay, now who was this guy? And they also, like, mm-hmm. their girlfriends are also in some way involved, and then do we just forget about, like... um DJ his sports betting business and like just right. so many things happen. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to focus on as the viewer? Like, and who? <laughs> that's what you said. And who? Sh- that's what I said to me. myself. Excuse what me, please. Do I need to be focused. On? <laughs> what do I know? And like, who should I care about right now? Because I don't really yeah. have much. I don't really care about any of these characters at the, at the current moment because they all seem to just not care about themselves. And I was right. very I have like, no idea. And that's why I feel so strongly about. DJ shouldn't have been wrapped up in any of this because yeah. we needed somebody to root for. And mm-hmm, that should have been did. DJ, like in the hood movie formula. Right, right, right. Because he's the one player. who's going to make it out. Hashtag. 
Right. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we Trey is there and then a lawyer shows up. And he's like, I didn't pay for no lawyer. And he realizes this is Trey's girlfriend's dad. Yeah. And she is like, you need to be his lawyer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay. And that's where we find out all the information that the cops have. Right. And so Trey gets out, but see, the problem is this other dude is upset because he was kind of dating Trey's girlfriend. Right. So they put a hit out on mm-hmm. Trey and the girl. Yeah. Well, not and the girl, but like they but together. Tra- and that's yeah. the scene we saw at the beginning, at the beginning of the movie. Of the movie. It was Trey. Yep. And they killed Trey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they buried Trey. Was that Mimi Foss? Am I making that That up? was me. Mimi Foss was his mama. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That was Mimi. She ate mm-hmm. that up. Big drama. She, she was really sad <laughs> to bury her son. Yeah. And then, so now we're all over the place because now then we, we also see... have, we have a, the grandmama's the baby scene. Cause we find out yeah. that Trey and DJ are actually brothers. They have the same father and yeah. There's no, there was no reason for Trey to even be doing this scheme because apparently his daddy had been like still sending him money all these years, even though Trey's mama said, Mimi said that your daddy don't care about us and he stopped sending me money, but he never stopped. And she'd been cashing these checks to fund her lifestyle. And now Trey is dead and DJ mad at his daddy for being a deadbeat. And now the daddy just showed up. Now this daddy showed shows up. up in the last ten minutes of the movie. He's played by Lee Master, um, Lee Master yes. Spratlin. Was he not I also in Turn of the Cheek? He was in. He said. She said. He and said. She said. I don't yes. know if he was in Street Code Broken. I'm not sure if he was in that. Maybe. But it's I think like, he was in Street Code Broken. That sound right. Yeah. Yeah. I love this guy. I love this yeah. actor. Like when he shows up, it's absolutely great, and he's easy on the eyes. He is easy on the eyes. <laughs> um, but so he shows up. He's a dad. He's like, I'm. I, I was Trey's father too. Y'all are brothers. Uh, DJ don't know what the fuck to do. Right. So, we have all of this going on. Xavier is flying off the wall. He buys some bad coke. It stops mm-hmm. his heart. He snorts it and yeah. dies right there. Yep. And then we see it was the girl who sold Trey's, Trey's girlfriend, girlfriend as revenge. Yeah, who killed him. And she's like in the backseat of the car like, ha, 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 got your ass. That's for Trey. That's for Trey. <laughs> <sighs> and then... I don't remember. And then we go to the and then, oh, we, then we go to the draft. Yeah, come back to the sports. Oh yes, the sports betting. <laughs> but then we find out that DJ's daddy is the head kingpin in charge of the sports betting news. <laughs> what? Why would DJ not know that? Right. Like, did you think so, your daddy was a lawyer this whole time? Like, what, what, what did he say to you? Like, what was it? Yeah, don't be past him because Lee Master played an uh, accountant. And oh, he, he did. Said. He said she said. Yep, he <laughs> and, did. He did. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so he could right. be that, but he, he wasn't that in this movie. Yeah. He was a gangster. You didn't know that? So, like, mm-hmm. that goes away magically, delicious. And then we go to draft yeah. day, and suddenly, suddenly, DJ his is, is the there. number one draft pick. Adam Silver is up at the podium. The number one draft pick for the 2023 draft goes to the Detroit Pistons, DJ. And I go, wait, wasn't. I thought he was a senior. Is this boy not 22? They're not drafting up 22-year-olds first. What, what are you talking about? Right. That's not going to happen. Because the NFL got the combine. The yeah. NBA has like a place you go that to. That little thing. To mm-hmm. go off. Why was he, if you're number one draft pick, why are you at home? If, you know, if you're going right. that high in the draft, you are there in person. You're at the event. <laughs> you're at the event. 
I just yeah. I guess then DJ made it out, but yeah, he did make it out. You know something I could say, and this isn't a negative thing. You know how mm-hmm. when we watch um, bad Jesus flicks, not the yes. good ones. This is mm-hmm. no shade to uh, like one of sinners my wanted. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, we watched bad Jesus flicks, and the problem is they write these bad secular characters, like the mm-hmm. character that's supposed to be worldly or whatever. But yeah. it's obvious that this is really what a Christian person's idea of a yes. secular person is. Mm-hmm. And like all of the characters really are bland because they all are like morally yeah. righteous. And like, it's just like the plot can't live and the characters can't mm-hmm. just live and be because they're so dead set. The writer is so dead set on yeah. everybody like following this strict moral code. Yep. Similarly, I'm finding with some, not all, because clearly I love Detroit Hood movies. Mm-hmm. Some of them suffer from <laughs> it's like the, the writer can't write not street shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's real. It's like even the people who are supposed to be on the straight and narrow yeah. somehow end up they in all, street they shit. They evolved like, somehow. Even yeah. if like it's people who live in the street, like in the P's. Who mm-hmm. are just completely uninvolved in any yep. type of crime. Like, but in That's these true. movies, sometimes, and some everybody's movies, a criminal. <laughs> everybody's got something. Like, why was DJ mixed up in any of that? Yeah. Right? I, like, it I didn't agree. make any sense. So, it kind of, the same way sometimes the Jesus flicks, everybody mm-hmm. got to be holy. That's why I like Miss Janiah, Janiah Black's movies yeah, so much. Yeah, she does it really well. It, She's Janiah. Is rooted in reality, and I love that about yeah. her films. And it's characters. real, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but the same way, some of the Jesus flicks, um, like that, aren't as good. Everybody's mm-hmm. so holy. It's yeah, kind of like, like Due Season, like that movie with uh, Vivica. Season, yes, the one we yes. did earlier this season. Yeah, like that. Yes, one. I think that's what was going on in this movie. It was kind of like they wanted to tell something that was mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, you know more complex but yeah but if that's the case then like then all these characters should have made it out you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like if everybody's involved because why are we even focused on finding out yes why are we even focused on them these girls is finna go to med school the show is (laughs) (laughs) both of the girls was like oh yeah i'm pre-med like they were studying they were studying (laughs) going to class yeah. You know, these knuckleheads who is dead set, <laughs> they on they here on scholarship. Yep. They star players on campus and they dead set on doing some fucking street shit. Crazy. Yeah. Every single so, one of them. Yeah. Um yeah, they, this was a interesting uh one for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> well now, uh, I have a question for you if you're ready for it. Yeah, let's get into it. I'm I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I just made a decision right now. Oh, wow. Well, mm-hmm. who came to act? Yeah. Um, and this is solely based off of this actor's final scene of the film because I thought it was done very well. Um, so for this week's Who Came to Act Award nominee, myself and the board, we like to nominate Mr. James Perkins, who played Xavier. When he died in that car, yeah. he was acting. Yeah. Acted yeah. down. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. <laughs> That what that gasping for air that's great. He was in um Turn of the Cheek. He was the son who was murdered. Oh, he showed what damn, why he keep getting murdered? He murdered. In the <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> damn. Yeah. yeah. 
He got to right. put a clause on his contract like Queen Latifah. She said after set it off, her mother was so distraught. And anything she's in, mm-hmm. she, her character cannot die. I said, respect. Oh, I didn't know it was because her mama said it, period. Yeah, her mama was like, <laughs> I I do not want to. I think Michael B. Jordan, he did like a similar thing after um, mm-hmm. he did Freakville Station. He said like, I, and mm-hmm. it, The Wire, he don't die in movies no more. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess he, he kind of died I mean, in The Black Panther, but still. But yeah. that was very, 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 very peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. It was. <laughs> you know? And if he was going to make an exception for anybody, it would have been Ryan. You yeah. Know, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a cool guy to have dinner with. I, I bet he's I have dinner with first. Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seems fun. <laughs> I want to know who braids his hair. Okay. His braids always looking real good. Do you? Okay. Since we talk, brought up girlfriends, what you just did yeah. was when Maya was supposed to be William's um, assistant and Al Sharpton <laughs> came in and she oh. asked him who did his perm. Who did his perm? It's too familiar. It's too, you, you just, it's too comfortable. What? <laughs> I just want to know who braids his hair. No, get out his scalp. And you don't I mean, like, respectfully, Ryan be looking good. I know he's married. So respectfully. respectfully very much he's respectfully. He's a married man. He's but a husband. Denzel Dandridge, she was in this film, Make It Out, who played DJ. Respectfully, disrespectfully, I don't really know what your relationship status is, but you be looking real good. You had on your little buffs in this movie, and you had them things on. You was wearing, you was wearing them shades. You know what I'm saying? So, if you ever in the New York, you know, area, holla. My at is in our Instagram handle. Thank you. Have a nice day. Wow, you <laughs> snuck that one right on in there. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm gonna let you slide because I'm pretty sure you said the same thing mm-hmm. earlier this season, and mm-hmm. you know we only do you cannot Ooh. shoot your shot twice in you're one right. season. But I'm gonna let you, you slide. Right. You're right. You're right. I got out of hand. I got out of hand. Yeah. You're right. You get out you're of right. hand every time we pick a movie and you see Denzel with two L's. You like, Denzel two L's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. It's okay. I'll let you slide. Yeah. But yeah, he was good in this. Every like the the actors. These are all people you know. I, I'm familiar with seeing on screen. Yeah. I love watching them. I'd watch another one. I think we've watched. Um, uh, this was written by Lisa this Brown. Like our fourth Lisa Brown other movies film yeah. that we've watched. Yeah. And I love her work. Didn't she? Yeah. She did. He said. She said. He right? said. She said. Um, she did. Um, these these men for everybody, which was really good. Those are two of my favorites. Um, that he played me. She did that. Uh huh. That was good. Uh, what else did uh-huh. she do that we reviewed? Um, oh, that's a He Played Me Too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, we ain't saying that one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it, these are the Detroit film community is such a pillar in the independent, black independent it is. film space. And we hold y'all that, like, like near and dear to our heart, truly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a, you know, this one wasn't for me. I had a lot of things mm-hmm. to say, but this is not no shade to anybody who made the movie because these not are all. all people whose work I've enjoyed already mm-hmm. and I'm going to enjoy more of your work later on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all love over here. Yeah. All love. Yeah. I, I second that statement. It's healthy discourse. Healthy <laughs> discourse. Yes. Yes. Critically, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, let's get on out of here. You good, Sid? I'm good. Um, we're going to see y'all next week. Tune into our guest spot review of Pariah with the Oh Hell Yes pod. I think that's going to be a good yes. one. Y'all going to like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 
<laughs> okay, let's go before we start clowning. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C H I T L I N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.